Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode four of DMV on Deck. Today, I'm going to be talking about the Washington Commanders' new name and their search for their new franchise quarterback. Give it a bridge now. Alright everybody, welcome in. I hope you are doing well. I'm doing good on this Sunday afternoon. Uh, I wanted to talk about today the now the biggest question left in the DMV area and for Washington fans worldwide is who will be the new franchise quarterback for the Washington Commanders? Uh, the new name was announced February 2nd. I didn't do an episode, but it was mostly because the night before there was a chopper zooming in on a FedEx field showing the new name, leaks of the jerseys, everything basically got leaked, so it was a little bit anticlimactic, but uh, how do you guys feel? I think reaction was pretty mixed, probably a little more negative than positive, but you know, no, no one was ever going to be happy with whatever name they they had chosen, besides unless it was Red Wolves, so I think the only thing that matters is winning, and talking about winning, you're going to need a quarterback to do that, and if you watched Washington in in 2021 and even 2020 you could tell that it's 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 one of many but it's the 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 main thing holding them back is that quarterback position and of course to start off this week Albert Breer reported that Washington will quote take a heavy swing at the QB position in the offseason and you know this wasn't really uh, big news because basically every single media outlet in the DC media outlet was have been reporting this JP Finley John Kime this has been known for a while and I mean even if you just Listen to the press conferences, Rivera, Coach Rivera has made that very clear that that's a position they're going to look hard at and they're going to explore every option. Um, and they did it last year. They tried to get Matthew Stafford. They offered a first and a third. Uh, but when Detroit wanted a player, they, they balked. So, and he ended up going to the Rams. And you see what the Rams are doing right now. They are a week away from playing in the Super Bowl. Uh, and if they win, I mean, that. I mean, just send a message right now to 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 the front office and Coach Rivera that you know this is what you you can do if you if you go out and give away draft picks, but you get a you know your franchise guy back because at the end of the day those draft picks you know are uncertainty. I mean, look, Jamin Davis a first round pick. Would you rather have Matthew Stafford or or would you rather have given up Jamin Davis, Deron Payne, and a third? I mean, I think you put Stafford on this Washington team, and it's a different story with uh, where we're at right now. But, yeah, moving on, what to do now? Um, I think everyone wants to talk about, when you look at possible options for this Washington franchise, is that I call them the big four. So, obviously, Rodgers, uh, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and I'll throw in Carr, because I think I think Derek Carr has earned that status. I mean, he's on those guys' levels, but he's, he's above uh, who I have below in the mid-tier. Starting off with uh, with Aaron Rodgers, number one, I think he's going to leave Green Bay. I know they're they're giving him a big offer, but just what I've been seeing online and on Twitter is I think he bought a house in Nashville. He's open to playing for the Titans. And when you look at the Titans, that that's a team that really makes sense. I mean, uh, you can have Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones in that defensive line who I think sacked Joe Burrow like nine times in the divisional round. And it seems like Rodgers would like a place like like Nashville. Like I think he would fit in there. Um, kind of kind of a weird guy. Nashville music, you know, 
good time. I think Aaron Rodgers would, would be more than happy to be in Nashville. But when it comes to Washington, my question is, why would he want to come here? I know what, what Rivera has been saying, and I think, you know, it is overblown that we're this, I think we're dysfunctional in terms of our ownership. But on the field, there is talent. I mean, PFF, we have the sixth best offensive line. You have Terry McLaurin. You have Gibson, McKissick, Logan Thomas. I mean, those obviously positions can can be improved with more depth and maybe another dynamic receiver because who knows with Curtis Samuel. And you also have that defense that did underperform, but it still you know, has a lot of talent. And I know fans are sick of hearing talent and potential, but it's true. Uh, I think the only thing holding back Rodgers is to come to Washington is probably his age. You know, if he was a little bit younger like some other guys on this list, it would make more sense because this team, I feel like, with a franchise guy could in two years could be contending for a Super Bowl. I'm not sure next year, unless they make a big move, like if they get Rodgers and bring over Devontae Adams, that would be something that would jolt us in to that contention. But that's, that's unlikely, in my opinion. Um, also, I don't know. I mean, he seems to not like... Uh, the whole political scene and big media in Washington, you know, it's all politics, so we'll see. Next up is Russell Wilson. He still has two years left, and he also grew up in Virginia, so those are some things that he has going for him to come into, come into Washington. And I think if there's any guy on this list, I mean, maybe Carr, I think Wilson probably has the highest chance of, of, of being a commander because, I mean, <laughs> I'm not throwing too much into the fire here, but you saw the Pro Bowl with, with Jonathan Allen and, and his wife and Russell Wilson and his wife. So that was – Washington fans got a little excited about that. I don't think that's anything. But, I mean, he's, his reports are coming out that he's going to explore his options again. Last year he, he didn't mention Washington as a team he wanted to be, be traded to. But all the teams he mentioned, Chicago, Dallas, you know, they all have their quarterback uh, positions. They don't have to worry about that anymore. So – Hopefully, maybe he will consider Washington this time. There's also Deshaun Watson. Uh, he's definitely, he's definitely, he's definitely gone. He's definitely not staying in Houston. But do the really do the scandal-ridden Commanders and slash Washington football teams slash Washington Redskins really want to start their new era with the new name and everything with you know a quarterback who's fighting sexual assault allegations? I'm not really sure because that seems like it could be a really bad play. And then last on this uh, big four list is, is Derek Carr. They hired Josh McDaniels, but there is um, some disagreement. I know the owner, Mark Davis, is iffy on Carr, and does he do does he really think that they're good enough with Carr to to beat the likes of Herbert because they're going to have to play him twice a year? Uh, I mean, also in that conference, Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, does, does he really think that they're going to be able to compete with that? And it's like a similar situation with, with what Washington had with Kirk Cousins like five years back where we didn't, we knew, okay, Kirk is good, but is he good enough to take us to the promised land? And we didn't think so. So we let him go, but look how it's, it's worked out for us. So it'll be interesting to see there. I, I, I don't think they're going to trade Carr, but if he is available, I know ESPN mocked us trading for him. So I would definitely be in favor of that. But overall, getting one of these big four guys, I, I have it at 5%. I just, I just don't see it as likely. Uh, I think I think we're going to have to go another route. Uh, and my most, next up, my most two favorable and likely uh, options would be kind of the mid-tier. And I'm throwing in free agency as long as trades here, but 
when I say mid-tier, I'm, I'm basically looking at trades. I'm thinking Jimmy G is just the one that sticks that. Uh, he's probably the most reasonable option in terms of what it would cost to get him. You're looking at maybe a second or a third. And I know he's come under fire for his play in the playoffs and just his overall maybe holding that San Francisco team back. But he does have a 31-14 and 14 record with the Niners as their starter. It has been to one Super Bowl and two championship games. And, you know, he's a winning quarterback. It's kind of like Alex Smith. This, this would be a similar trade. Um, Alex Smith is coming off a better year when we traded for him, but Garoppolo is younger. And, you know, he, he has had that success, albeit maybe he's being carried by his, his weapons around him and his defense. But, you know, he has had that success. Uh, reports have said that he probably would want a new contract, but probably wouldn't. I wouldn't demand too much money. I'm guessing, but if you're bringing in a Garoppolo, you're going to be drafting a quarterback as well because you know Garoppolo is not going to be a franchise guy. But he, like like you saw with the Niners, he's a good he's a good holdover. So if you can build something around him, you can you can have a chance of winning winning some games, maybe winning a division. I'll take a division at this point. Um, yeah, Washington wouldn't really be a Super Bowl contender with him, but. It would definitely make us more than respectable within our division and within the conference. There's also, I said free agency, so I threw in Teddy Bridgewater. It's another option, but I, I really doubt it. I mean, it doesn't really, it's not really exciting. He doesn't really win that much. I don't know. It's not, not for me. And I gave this mid-tier option, or basically this is just the Jimmy G option. I gave it a 50% chance. I just see it as they'll swing hard for Wilson or Watson or Rodgers or probably more so Carr out of all of them. They'll probably fall short. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be because they offer a bad deal. I think it's because these teams might want to hold on to these guys or the players, the quarterbacks, are not going to want to come to Washington. But So, yeah, I give it a 50% chance. And that's also why the next option, the last option, the draft, I gave it a 45% chance because if you're going to go with a Jimmy G, you're going to you're going to have to draft a guy eventually. So some, some quarterbacks in this draft, I know it's not the strongest draft in terms of the last couple of years. You had Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. It's not as good as that, but this draft, you have Kenny Pickett headlining the top. Also, we got Malik Willis, Matt Corral, Sam Howell, Carson Strong, uh, to name a few. Uh, and the quarterbacks I like. So I'm going to start off with, with Malik Willis from Liberty. In my opinion, this is the best option if we get a guy like Jimmy G. You know, he doesn't have to come in and play already, uh, like first day, but he is obviously the most athletic and probably has the highest upside of any quarterback in this draft. Um, and I'm saying obviously because every article you read about him, and he's just popping on Twitter right now. Everyone's talking about his, his athleticism and upside compared to the rest of his class. But he does need development in an NFL system. And his mechanics can sometimes falter, and his decision-making can be questionable. But, you know, he, he has shown the ability to go through multiple reads, which is necessary, the quarterback position in the NFL. So... He, he's an intriguing option. I, I don't know where he's going to go. It seems like a month ago he was mocked second round, third round, and now he's jumping up to the first because you, you, your Steelers are interested and like they favor him over Pickett, and Pickett has been the consensus top quarterback in this draft class. So we'll see. Um, will we take him at 11? I'm not sure, but it's an interesting option. Second on my list is Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati. He took a Cincinnati team to the college football playoffs, which is extremely impressive. He has a strong arm, good pocket, pocket presence, pretty good mobility. He had 12 touchdowns uh, last year, I believe. 
Uh, people worry about his mechanics, that, that they're not consistent enough, but he really shined in the Senior Bowl, and he showed that you know he was he was throwing touchdowns, running, making good throws, stepping up in the pocket. So he showed that maybe some of that isn't as true, but you know he's a four-year starter, so he has some experience. He's a leader, as I said, college football playoffs. Uh, he has his coaches rave about him. I think he's a draft sleeper, you know, second round, third round, we'll see. But if you can grab a guy like him, I mean, he's also, he's 6'4", 215. You're not going to have to worry about him uh, taking taking uh, big injuries from big hits, you know, compared to Heineke, who I was always a little concerned. He's a little smaller. He's on the six-foot six edge. So we'll see. But I think I think Ritter is really an intriguing option. I know they liked him last year, but he didn't come out for the draft. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see uh, where we go. And another guy on my list, my last guy, is Sam Howell from UNC. And some of, some of the people will look at his, his numbers this year and say they, they declined and, and question whether, you know, is this, why, why would we take him? But you have to look at how he lost a lot of his weapons. You know, Diami Brown, Daz Newsome, Michael Carter, Jomonte Williams. That's four guys who are now in the NFL. And Michael Carter and Jomonte Williams are both starting running backs. Diami Brown showed some flashes. Daz Newsome's pretty good, too. So, so naturally, his stats are, are going to, you know, take a hit. But he, he, he's really, he's fearless with the ball. And that can be a negative, but it's also, you know, it, people around him, he commands respect because, you know, he's not afraid to, to, to put your shoulder, his shoulder into you. I mean, he's like, just like Matt Corral. They're both the same in, in the way that they are not afraid of taking those big hits, which maybe when you get to the NFL, you need to tone that back a little bit. But he's, he's very athletic. Um, he's good in the pocket. He has flash major arm potential uh, at UNC, and he is pretty mobile. I mean, you saw that. I'm, I'm mentioning the senior role again, but he, he did shine. When you put some good weapons around him, uh, it seems like he can, you know, he can move the ball around. So I'm not sure where he would go, maybe end of the first, second round. But, I mean, there's also Kenny Pickett and Matt Corral. I like Kenny Pickett. I think he is the most, and I think this is an overused term, but I think he's the most NFL-ready out of all these guys. I think you can put him in there. You know, everyone in the, every coach, every scout from reports have said that he is uh, far and away the, the best interview out of any quarterback so far. Um, so it'll be interesting. I think he's going to be the first quarterback off the board. Uh, do I think Washington takes him? I'm not sure. I think maybe a, a team like Denver might, might who's ahead of us in the, in the order, might snag him up. There's also Corral coming off a knee injury. I'm not sure. I mean, his... His offense at Ole Miss was very one-read, RPO. So I, I'm a little hesitant on him. But, I mean, I'm not a talent evaluator. He does have a really good arm, and he is he is mobile. And he will – he is just like I mentioned with Hal. He is fearless, so he's not afraid to take the hits. But you saw what happened in that, uh, that bowl game. He, he went down. So hopefully that might be a lesson learned for him. The last guy kind of – I'm interested in is Carson Strong. He didn't look good in the Senior Bowl, but he does have a, probably one of the strongest arms in this draft in this draft class. He he had an air raid offense at Nevada, um, but you know accuracy is an issue. You saw you saw at times at college, and you saw yesterday. So we'll have to see. I gave the draft quarterbacks a 45 percent option of ha- uh, chance of happening. I mean, we'll see what happens. I think. As you can tell by my 50-45, I think it's going to be a mid-tier quarterback in a draft and drafting a quarterback this year in April. Uh, but we'll have to see, you know. 
obviously every fan's gonna want us to go after that big four, and I think we're gonna try. I there's there's no way we're not gonna, you know, explore that option. I think I think we're gonna be right in there. It's just really a question of do these quarterbacks want to come to Washington? But if not, I, I would be more than happy with the the Jimmy G Malik Willis combination and going forward. I think the future of this team, if they can get it right in the draft and free agency and trades, uh, is looking good. Give me the